Welcome to Project Give Back Connects, an extension of Project Give Back in the classrooms, dedicated to inspiring young students to become empathetic, understanding, and community-minded leaders. Project Give Back Connects offers a dose of inspiration and thoughts for discussion. Each live episode is taped and shared with classroom teachers and their students. Sit back, get cozy, let's get connected. Hi everyone, it's so nice to see you. Welcome to Project Give Back Connects number seven. I can't believe it, Lindsay asked me when we started and we started in September and, and here we are in December and we're still doing it and it's so inspiring and it's so wonderful to be able to hear so many incredible people with, with such beautiful insight and such knowledge and wisdom. So it's such a treat today. Uh, I would call this our Finding Our Bliss episode and how perfect over the holidays. Although this holiday being a pandemic and being the year of 2020, uh, doesn't feel so blissful. <laughs> it's really hard to find that bliss. But let me, before I introduce you to our expert on this, I just want to tell you something that I've learned to do over the years. Because there are moments, even in the worst moments, we sometimes feel joy. And I remember that so clearly with Jacob, even in times when he was struggling so, so deeply. I'd be, I had these beautiful, beautiful moments. And I learned very early on when I felt those moments, I shut my eyes and I memorized them. I captured them. I looked at what I saw. I felt what I felt. I listened. All my senses just opened them all up. And what happened was when I wasn't feeling it, and it could have been years later, I shut my eyes and that moment's back. And even when you're really low, you can bring that moment back and find that bliss again. And I do that constantly when I'm feeling how, that I really miss Jake. And I know many of you who've had loss, the holidays really bring it on. So I go there, I shut my eyes and we're lying on that outdoor bed together. And I can listen to the birds and I feel, I feel the sun and I feel the breeze and it's as if he's with me. So. That may be something, especially during this time, if you're having trouble finding your bliss, go to those moments, because I think it'll really, really help you. But without further ado, I want to introduce you to my blissful friend. She has, uh, she's the host of a show and a podcast, and it's called Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio. And she is all that. She is so blissful and she's so joyful in all her relationships as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a host, as a writer. If you ever get the privilege of running into Judy Liebrecht on the street or in a store or anywhere, you just feel her joy and it's a real treat. So Judy, welcome and please, Please give us some of your secrets. Please teach us how you find your bliss. I want to thank you, Ellen, so much for inviting us. It's really a tremendous honor. I'm going to talk today about finding your bliss, but I first want to explain to all of you what the word bliss means, because not everyone knows what it means. Bliss really is deep happiness, 
It's joy, contentment, excitement, passion, just knowing that you're at the right place at the right time and really just being where you're meant to be and where you need to be. Everything just makes sense. You feel enlightened, you feel calm and at peace and we've all experienced it. You can't experience it 24 hours a day unless you're a yogi, but I'm here to tell you that you can find bliss in your life at any time and follow it and live it even in challenging times like this one that we're all living in. So when I was three years old, my parents got divorced. And in those days back in Montreal, back in the 60s, I was the only kid in my, own, my whole school whose parents were divorced. And in fact, I used to walk around the schoolyard saying, I'm divorced. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. And I guess I felt a little bit different and I sort of had a bit of a hole in my heart. But when I was six years old, I went to my first play with my beloved grandma Lily and everything changed. She took me to a production of Cinderella at the Montreal Children's Theatre and I'll never forget it. My grandmother and I held hands and we walked into the theatre and there were these red velvet curtains and the faint smell of grease paint. And as we sat in our seats and the show began, I remember holding the program for dear life. And when it was over, I felt so happy and exhilarated. I was just swept away by the experience. And I whispered to my grandmother, can we meet Cinderella? And she said, why are you whispering? And I guess it's because it felt almost like a holy experience, like we were in church or synagogue. I just felt transported. And what I later realized was that was the first time that I had experienced bliss. And we did get to meet Cinderella. We stood in line because she was signing autographs. And I whispered to Cinderella, do you get to keep the dress? And she said, oh, no, no. <laughs> What's your name, little Judy? This is just a costume. You, you'll get to wear one one day, too, if you join this theater company. And I did join the theater school, the Montreal Children's Theater. And I dived right in and took theater lessons and made wonderful friends and just loved it. And I started to do what I love to do. And that, everyone, is one of the pathways to finding your bliss. So I pursued theater. I was an actress, a theater critic. I even hosted a show about the theater, a TV show called In the Spotlight. So I followed my bliss and did what I love to do. What do you love to do? Start by doing what you love because that's one of the clues to becoming connected to your bliss. Do you love to play hockey or baseball or soccer? Do you love to play video games or hang out with your friends or sing, dance, write, or do art. Whatever you love to do, just do it. So I did do it and years went by and I became a mom. And suddenly that became my greatest bliss. So it's also important to know that you can have more than just one bliss. You can have many blisses. And this was how I loved to spend my time. I loved being a mom more than anything. I loved, as many of you who are moms know, carpooling and cooking and watching my daughter in plays and watching my son play hockey and be with his friends. And I loved editing their endless essays. And especially I loved making them birthday parties. And this was absolutely blissful. And I loved every minute of it. So this is how I love to spend my time. 
that became my bliss. So I want to ask you how you like to spend your time. That's another very valuable and huge clue to finding your bliss. I also want you to think about what people always compliment and praise you for. So when I became a mom, I was so busy with my kids, I couldn't go to the theater four nights a week anymore. But I remembered back to when I was 16 and my dad wrote me a beautiful birthday card and it said this, Dear Judy, I memorized it, you are a feeling person with a deep concern for others. I hope you always find happiness in bringing happiness to others. And I sort of filed it in my mind, like I love my dad more than anything, but at the time I thought I wanted to go to Broadway and be an actress. And yet years later when I was a mom and I wanted to work part-time, I thought the perfect thing would be to help people. And someone suggested I become a life coach. So I trained to become one and I did. And for many years, I actually had a column called the Life Coach Corner. And I started to realize that my dad was right. I love helping other people. He knew me so well. And so another clue to finding your bliss is just to listen to what people always compliment you for and praise you for because the people that know and love you the best often have a really good understanding of what's going to make you happy and bring you bliss. So what do people always compliment you for? Write it down. Is it, do people always say, wow, you're a great listener or you're so funny or you're someone with a really big heart or you're a great helper? Write it down because that's another huge clue. So to fast forward a little, one day my kids left for university and suddenly I was not feeling very blissful. I missed them so much because they really were my whole life and I was a bit lost and Finally, after just being very sad, I decided, okay, Judy, come on. You can binge on Netflix series like Schitt's Creek, my favorite, or you can recreate your career and do that thing that's been on your to-do list that you've been dreaming of so long and haven't done. And that thing was something called Bliss Minutes. And what are they? Well, they are just little short, inspirational messages that I created and I sat down one day and started to write them. And I kept writing them and writing them, reams of them. Time just flew by and I would spend hours doing this and then I videotaped them. And the best part was I got to do it at my husband's office and because he's a very busy doctor, it was great because we got to spend time together. So it was double bliss. I didn't even notice the time, it would be midnight and I'd still be doing it. So this was another clue that I was doing something I love because I couldn't stop writing Bliss Minutes. And finally, I created an Instagram page called The Bliss Minute. And people were really enjoying it. So what do you do when time flies by and you totally lose track of time and you don't even notice it's going by? This is a huge clue that you're in the right place at the right time. So anyway, I kept doing the Bliss Minutes I created an online magazine called FindingYourBliss.com and somebody noticed. Because when you're in the right place, things sort of take on a life of their own. And that person was a wonderful producer named Mag Ruffman. And she told me about how Zoomer Radio was looking for a host and she thought Finding Your Bliss would be great. So I went and I pitched the show and found out that I got the show Finding Your Bliss. and. On our show, we interview celebrities. We've interviewed Ellen, who is a celebrity. And, um, and recently, we just interviewed Roberta Battaglia, who's only 10 years old. 
and she just got the golden buzzer on America's Got Talent. And it's so incredible because she really found her bliss and she did what she loved singing and now she's on America's Got Talent. So what I realized was this all worked because I was using my gifts to serve others. And when you're using your gifts and your talents to serve others and make the world a better place, you can't help but be happy. So I guess my vision of a perfect world is that everybody gets to do the thing that they love and that is going to serve others. So do you remember the little girl in the theater, the six-year-old that was so happy and found her bliss? Well, now because of the radio show, I was able to go see Billy Elliot at Stratford and talk about it on the show. It was so exciting. And I went with my daughter, Lily, and it was really cool because I had gone with my grandma, Lily, many years before that. And now there I was with my daughter and we sat together and we held hands just like I had with my grandma. And I felt that same familiar feeling that I had as a little girl. And after the play was over, we couldn't even get out of our seats. I was so inexplicably happy. And one of my best friends who might be on the Zoom right now that I went to theater school with said to me afterwards, Judy, didn't you want to just bolt out of your seat and get up there and go on the stage and be an actor again, be an actress with everyone? And I actually realized, no, I was truly happy being exactly where I was and shining a light on the talent and then being able to share it with our listeners so they could experience it too. And I finally realized that shining a light on other people and letting them find and live their bliss is what makes me truly happy. So what is your vision of a perfect world? What do you do that serves others? And what are your unique gifts and talents and capabilities to help make the world a better place? Do you like to volunteer? Are you interested in the environment? Do you love coaching or teaching? This is another clue that will help you find your bliss. So some of you might've received a handout and I'm happy to send it to you if you don't have one called the Pearl Necklace. And all those questions are there. Start by doing what you love. What do people compliment you for? And the answers to the questions are all kind of like pearls of wisdom. And when you string them together like pearls on a necklace, the answer leads you to finding your purpose and to your bliss. So I hope you'll all do this exercise. And I just want to leave you with a quote now from Oprah Winfrey. And it is this, know what sparks a light in you and then use that light to illuminate the world. Thank you. Wow. Judy, thank you so much. Listening to you, it's like a, I don't know, you're like a warm, fuzzy blanket. <laughs> Cuddled up with chocolate watching Netflix. It's really, you have that way about you. And, and thank you so much. And what great advice we should all be doing what we love and loving what we do. And if we all did that, boy, what a world we'd have, right? Thank you so much. Wow. So guys, so every show, as you know, we always have a musical guest. And this next guest happens to be related <laughs> to our expert, Judy. Her name is also Lily. And if you've ever wondered about that apple tree thing, it exists here. It is so evident. Lily is a triple threat. She is a singer. She is a dancer. She is an actress. She 
is just so vibrant and so beautiful. Who she just literally shines from within. She's been singing at our jams since February. We she's only missed two in all of these jams. And when I wrote to her to ask her to be on today, she she wrote this quote, or this is how she feels. She says, "When you sing, you pray twice." How beautiful is that? So Lily, welcome. Welcome to Project Give Back Connects. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you so much for having me. And I learned that quote from my mom. <laughs> and mom, you spoke so beautifully. Um, so for those of you who don't know me, I'm Lily, and I'm so grateful and honored to be here. Ellen, I wanted to thank you before I start for inviting me to sing today. I've always been in awe of the work that you do and the beautiful life and community that you created for Jacob and you continue to create in the community. Singing for me has been my bliss since I was a little girl and singing for others has always been when I am the happiest. I remember singing for Jacob for many years, starting when I was probably about nine or 10 years old and just seeing how genuinely happy he was. And he really taught me about the power of music and how much music can reach and touch someone. I am so grateful that I get to be a part of that joy every Sunday at Jake's Jam. The mashup that I created and will be singing for you all today reminds me of Ellen and Jacob and the Jake's Jam and Jacob's Ladder communities that have been built and that I am so blessed and grateful to be a part of. So I hope you enjoy. Maybe it's 
about somebody being in the right place at the right time and doing what they love and loving what they do and finding their bliss you've just found it you've found it in your singing and your acting and your coaching and it is it is it is joyful to watch it's joyful to watch you sing and you are a gift to the world thank you sweetheart thank you so much how are you well, <laughs> i think we like each other a lot <laughs> So speaking of liking each other a lot, we always have a shining star. And this young person with a huge personality was one of our Project Give Back students from last year. And I, I could introduce Lily, but when I first met her, she just she just touched my heart. It just literally melted. And I know it's going to melt when you meet her too. I'd like you, I'd like to introduce you to our friend, Lily with three L's, right Lily, as she said. Hello, okay, so my name is Lily and I'm 11 years old. I am legally blind, so um, I can see a little bit, but like I have to read large print. I do read Braille fluently. I'm reading my notes here in Braille. Um, and like Ellen said, I did do Project Get Back last year. I had Andrea as my teacher, so yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I figure out a way to do things. Like I did my makeup tonight myself. Like I just, I figured out like reading Braille, just, I mean, Maybe it takes me longer, but like, I'm just gonna do it. Like, that's what me and Ellen were talking about this morning, how I just figure out a way to do it, no matter what it is and how I just deal with the challenges and how I just figure it out. Um, so I have raised um, $6,000 for Camp Reach, a camp for kids with cancer, um, which is where kids with cancer can go to camp, have fun, be kids, but still get their treatment and medicine. Um, I did go to Camp Reach for a little bit. I don't have cancer, but I do get cancer medication and I am on the cancer floor um, at Sick Kids. So I have been and it's really fun. So now I sell bracelets um, through my brand, Stir Beads, and I donate the money. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
like again, I just figured out how to do it. Like I can't be tiny beads, but also I find the things that work for me. Um, and yeah, I do find my bliss by selling my bracelets and by donating. And I do find my, I did find my bliss during my project give back last year. And I found my bliss watching all of the previous project give back connects. And also just, I do journal and I do do art and I do sing and I do play guitar. I'm learning it. So, I mean, I just, I find my bliss like everyone else does. It's just maybe it's harder for me to play soccer, but also there's things that make it easier, like balls that have bells and stuff. Like, I mean, I have this thing that's a computer that's in Braille. Like, I mean, now that we're in 2020, there's so much technology for the blind. It's like, yeah, it's hard, but also if this piece of technology doesn't work, let's try this one. It's not a struggle anymore. So I am very grateful for all the technology that is around now because I don't know how it would be like 100 years ago without any of these electronic devices like Siri. But again, I just figure it out. Um, so I did record a song. Um, so I'm going to play a little bit for you guys. So, yeah. One minute. It's nice to have a true friend who will never, ever say goodbye. I'm going to end it there um, for the song because the rest is just music. Um, but like I do go to singing class and I mean my teachers might have to work a little extra hard to make sure my work's to my braille team on time so I can get it ready. But also like I'm in class and you know, I'm doing it. Like I don't need to go to a special school. I mean, like I just figured out maybe that means asking more questions, but I'm an outgoing person. So that's just second nature to me. And I do use a cane to help me. But again, I just figure it out and I just steal and I cope because like that's how it's gonna be. And you know what? I was born this way. So let me just deal with it or it's just never gonna be good. Thank you. Lily, thank goodness you were born this way. Because you go, Lily. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Because Lily, you are an absolute rock star. And thank you. You make us all want to be better. And I mean, it's just like I tried. I started my bracelet business when I was seven. So it was a <laughs> slow process. But even when someone bought a $3 bracelet, they contributed. And it doesn't seem like that much, but it is. Like I did acting. And, you know, like I said earlier, I cope. And like with my bracelets, I just go up to someone and like at a sound, I'm like, hi, I'm Lily. I'm blind. And just tell them my story like I did today. And that works. Lil, how much did you raise for Camp Uchigayas? <laughs> Thanks for knowing the whole name, yeah. Um, I raised around $6,000. I don't know exactly because I buy things for them. Like, I'll buy them, like, fees or duct tape, but around $6,000. But I started it when I was seven, so it is a slow but sure process. Like, I mean, I didn't raise it all in a week. Like, I know someone raised 
$3,500 in a week. But for me, it's just a slow process and I don't be every day. But when I do do it, that's when I find my bliss. Well, thank you. You are, you are unbelievable. And I think you touched a lot of hearts today, Lily. Just keep I hope being I did. You. Thank you. Keep being you. Thank you, Lily. So guys, it's time for Kindness Corner with Lindsay. Hi, Linz. Hi, I'm Lindsay and this is Tyler. Tyler, can you say hi? Hi. Um, and I wanted to pop on and share a little bit about my bliss. When I started with Project Give Back Connects in September, I talked about this little food bank at Bathurst in St. Clair and how the line was all the way out the road, all the way down the street. And they were saying that they were running out of donations. They had about one week's left. And since then, community members from all over have been coming, have been filling that need. They have increased by 200%. And now it is basically like a mini Walmart. There are toys, there are blankets, there are masks, there are specialty baked items. And I was there today for Christmas. Um, although the food bank is non-denominational, they don't turn anyone away. And just mm. to see it all together, all the restaurants donating, all mm. the knitters, the artists, you know, that was my bliss, just seeing the resilience, the power of community. And my kindness challenge for all of you, it might not be bliss at this point, but it's just what made you smile this year? What's one thing that you're stepping away from thankful for? And write it down, even in an email to yourself, because as Ellen said, in these dark times, you sometimes have to bring yourself back to that place and just remember what you have to be thankful for, or what was something that you just noticed. Um, and I look forward to being with you all in the new year and just wishing everyone finds more moments of bliss and more little things that make them smile. Thank you so much, Lindsay. What you've done since COVID hit has just been so remarkable. And thank you being on, for being on here all the time and just being so inspiring and allowing us to give and reminding us of the importance that, you know, it doesn't have to be anything massive, just something to help someone else because that helps us. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. So guys, that wraps up today's show. Uh, Judy, Lily, Lily, Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you everyone for popping on as always. Let's bring on 2021 with lots of health, firstly. <laughs> and hopefully we can find our joy and our bliss and lots of love. And as always, let's embrace one another. Let's be kind to one another and let's learn from one another. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye everyone. Open your heart today.